Thanks for waking up with WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Thank you so much for joining us on uh, WKOK Sunrise. Rob Center, we're very glad to say, is back where we always uh, love to have him be, and that's in the producer's chair, so he'll take care of the archives as soon as both segments of our interview are done. And so we always appreciate his help and hard work. It took about six people to fill in for him last week, I'll tell you, but uh, we all pulled together, and I hope he enjoyed his uh, days off. In the studio with us now, T.J. Ike is back, President and CEO of the Central Pennsylvania Chamber of Commerce. Uh, this uh, Chamber of Commerce, the very definition of uh, getting 20 pounds out of a 10-pound bag because they just really just work, 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 work. And uh, what, four full-timers there? Yeah, and that includes myself. That's it for all of this. Okay, well, this is a working a working chamber. There's no figureheads or uh, what do you call it, like senior leaders that don't really do much. <laughs> no, unfortunately, uh, I can't say that I'm one of those, but I wouldn't want to be. I love to be hands-on, right in the midst of everything. All right, well, you can be a senior leader someday, but uh, right now we need you uh, helping to run the dashboard here. Uh, TJ is President and CEO of Central Pennsylvania Chamber of Commerce. Now, let's dig right into this. I asked you about a year and a half ago about worker shortage, and you said there were certainly some things in the works and some things you were working on, making sure that recruitment and retention was brought up and talked about at companies. And you mentioned something no one else was talking about. Now folks are catching on. Re-entry workforce, this idea of formerly incarcerated individuals. Yeah. You just keep talking and talking and pushing in this and, area. And you know, sometimes that's how it is. You know in sales, they say you have to have a touch of like nine to ten times before someone actually listens to you. Um, same concept here. When I initially started this a few years ago, I was working with different um, law uh, officers and uh, just different engagements around the community in regards to probation and so forth. They all said this is something that needs done, but they said, you know, we just don't see the time, the resource, or people responding the way they need to. So they said, God bless you. Um, we hope you can do it, but um, you'll have our support but from the backside because they had tried before and it just wasn't any, you know, any, uh, any bite from the employers. But as most can know, I'm sometimes nicknamed the bulldog and I'm a little tenacious, so I just keep pushing and pounding and um, finding resources. Education's the key, I think, Mark, that folks, as far as employers, need to know that there's so many benefits to hiring someone, not just the one that I think is great and wholesome with giving someone a second chance, but there's a lot of tax benefits. There's a lot of protection in regards to being bonded the first several months. So, you know, if folks do it for that reason and then see the really beauty of the reward at the other end, I'm all for that as well. All right. Now, I think, you know, you could hire somebody that uh, was previously incarcerated and maybe they do run into some sort of hot water, but you have to keep in mind that even among your regular staff, nobody operates for half a century trouble-free. I mean, people run into pickles all the time. Absolutely. And, you know, when you fill out that application, you check the box that you've had some kind of, you know, infraction in regards to criminal justice. Um, you don't know if that was 20, 30, years ago and it was their only infraction, that box tells you absolutely nothing. Um, I really think there should be an opportunity if a candidate looks really valuable, but you have that box and maybe you have some questions, still call them in, interview them, and have them explain you know, what had happened because so many times it might have been something that when they were down on their luck and they had no other choice. And that's the big thing for me pushing this, that is when folks get released into general population, you know, they want to have a job, they want to support themselves and their families. 
family. They want to make a difference. But if no one gives them the opportunity, the only resort they have to survive is to turn back what got them incarcerated. Well, and the worker shortage is going to help them in a couple of ways. One is it might be easier for somebody who previously was incarcerated to find a job, but also wages are up because of the lack of workers, and that will help them get it reestablished. Absolutely. And when they're incarcerated, the first um, uh, line of order by the you know state or federal, wherever they're at, is to get them job ready. So they have a plethora of you know um, nationally accredited vocational skills to be able to take part in. So when they come out, they're job ready. So you know that can save companies a lot as well because someone's already got all the you know the different trade skills and they're already trained and maybe have their certification or maybe forklift or something like that. So you know those folks are ready and willing. And um, even in local um, infractions, like I've had folks from county jails that are in there because of maybe child support issues. And no one's winning if they're locked up because they can't get a job and they can't pay child support. It's a no-win for every party involved. And um, the chief probation officer will call me and say, do you know anyone who needs an electrician? And I'll get on the horn and start calling around, and we'll try to find them a job that matches their skills so they can get out and pay their debts and support their family and keep on moving and fill in the job shortage as well. Now, you have a training coming up or a conference. Well, how would you describe this? Yeah, so, you know, I said education is the key, and I really do think that education is the key for more employers to take part. And um, so we've partnered with an organization called Honest Jobs. And if you Google them at all, they list every county in the Commonwealth and beyond. But who has an employer that will give you an opportunity to apply if you have a criminal infraction? There's something on your record. And there is nothing for our region. And it it really upsets me because I know there's a lot of employers that do hire folks, but they have not been introduced to this option. Um, This organization also will take care of the vetting of the person and, you know, help you understand what's out there for you. So we actually asked them if they could come in and do us something um, in person, online. So it's going to be very adapt to whoever wants to attend. Like a Zoom platform. Yeah, you can do either or. And, you know, it's the untapped workforce. They're going to give you all the ins and outs. And if you think about it, it's free promotion for your company as well. If they're going to list you on this website, and this is where folks are going to find jobs, you're right there for you know free marketing as well. Maybe I'll sit in the back row of that uh, zoom zoom zoomerically if you'll allow it. I, yeah, I absolutely. wouldn't mind doing Everyone that. is welcome, and you know, like I said, it's education. You know, word of mouth. Um, it is something that is done by some employers, but like I said, there's a stigma, and there's some employers that have a great staff that is you know all a part of this untapped workforce. But I want folks not to be ashamed to say, yeah, I stepped up and I hired folks, and they are my most dedicated. You know, my retention is great, and Um, You know, we just need a few key employers to step up and not be afraid to be the leader in this. Well, and I think uh, we've heard of some employers saying they don't want your resume. They don't care if you went to college or not. You know, most of the workers who didn't go to college are superlative in every way. They don't care, you know, what your previous jobs were or if you were fired or anything. They just want to, going forward, what are you going to do for me? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's all about, you can tell a lot about character. And, you know, if someone is uh, got a good, firm handshake, if they look you in the eye when you ask them questions. And um, you're right. You know, a lot of folks don't realize that I am very uneducated. You know, I am probably a rare breed in my um 
industry you know i i only have a high school diploma and it's a lot of life experiences a lot of you know trials and triumphs and you know you get that question all the time when people meet you oh where did you go to school and i don't really think that should be the first question that people ask you right okay so the you know workers i wouldn't call yourself uneducated they think think of the book you're going to write by the time your chamber tenure is done you're just all the different things and in the trucking industry and and some other jobs didn't you say you wait staffed one time that's kind of like my uh, my want to do thing oh um, I, I do it wherever i get the chance but um, i've had a ma- you know a mass amount of experience from sales and marketing and administration and um, engineering and yeah so you know all those things together and that's why i say life experience i think is so important when you hire someone because all those different things they've done find a way to fit into the current situation well i know i certainly know people have graduated from college who are deadbeats and people who didn't go to college who are superlative workers of the world my father included <laughs> so and he still works in his office from time to time okay so uh so this uh, training with honest jobs uh, is an online uh, topic for re-entry workers when is that yeah so it's january 4th 11 to 12 30 right at our office in person or online via zoom so you can pick or choose how you want to attend and it's absolutely free of charge you do not need to be a member of the central pa chamber you do not need to have a business maybe you're just curious you know you're witnessing all the worker shortages when you go out to do business and so if you want to learn more and be able to maybe be kind of a mouthpiece for us to share the information i do encourage you to come we do encourage you to register so we're sure to have enough seats set up i think it's wednesday and then did you say 11 yeah, 11 a.m. to 12.30. Okay, 11 a.m. to 12.30. Super. No lunch provided there, right? No lunch. Okay. So <laughs> we are welcome work. to bring a brown bag. <laughs> well, or just eat eat on your way to the place. Eat your sandwich on the way. That's what I always do. Okay, so that's uh, the, uh, what's the training called? Reentry. Yeah, it's the Untapped Reentry Workforce. And like I said, it's by Honest Jobs, and you can Google them before you'd come as well. They're also on our website. Great organization, um, founded and run by all individuals who have felonies, which is quite interesting. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, we're going to talk, believe it or don't, I, I asked a thousand follow up questions, and we've only covered one topic in our first segment, and that's the reentry workforce. When we come back, we want to talk about an apprenticeship effort, trying to get more apprentices going. A photographic headshot opportunity that's coming up. Grant writing. Boy, talking about peop- meeting people where they're at. There it is. And uh, we're going to talk about shopping local. Uh, T.J. Ike's back, president and CEO of the Central Pennsylvania Chamber of Commerce. CentralPAChamber.com if you want to sign up for that uh, re-entry uh, workforce thing with honest jobs. I may try to sit in on it in the back row online, so I'll try to see what happens next year. I, I don't even know what's happening tomorrow, let alone next year, but we'll go. We'll We'll go from there. Okay, we'll be back at 740 with more. News, sports, AccuWeather, and more. Wake up with the information you need on WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. We're literally in the middle of our interview with TJ Ike, President and CEO of the Central Pennsylvania Chamber. We talked to him in the first segment about their upcoming reentry workforce training that's coming up with a company called Honest Jobs, where they do some of the vetting and talk about success. So that is on January 4th at 
11 a.m. either in the chamber office or online. You can uh, choose how you wish to participate in that. And there's always a slight fee for these good things for members and non-members. That one is totally free. Oh, this one is free. Okay, mm-hmm. fabulous. Boy, talk about a, a chamber initiative. You are really pushing this to make sure. Were you once incarcerated or something <laughs> that you th- you're such a big well, believer? You know, that's funny. <laughs> I forget the charity. Um, is it MDS or something like that where they did the lockup? They oh, would come okay. get you and oh, lock okay. you up, so and then you had a fundraise to get out. So that was my extent. <laughs> okay. well, I yeah. was recently at Allenwood Federal Penitentiary, though, again, but that was for lunch and to talk about programs like this. So. Good for you. Okay. All right. Apprenticeships. We have not heard a lot about apprenticeships lately in recent years. And, and you want to know something? Um, it's really shocking, and that's why we're doing this. Um, my education coordinator and I were recently at a seminar, and they were talking about all these local programs within our region and that all this funding has been rolled into this project, but yet none of us knew about it. So um, we asked them, hey, can you come out and talk and educate? So to to the extent that we have been uh, informed, they got a considerable amount of funding, state and federal, and they have picked certain trades and certain employers and kind of did the the foundation of what apprenticeship would look like, running it through that course so then they can add other opportunities and other types of trades. So we really want, you know, employers to get out, come and listen sign up to participate. There's no cost to the employers as far as being a part of this apprenticeship. The funding's already there. They just need trades and com- you know community companies to be willing to engage and participate. So um, I encourage anyone at all that even has the slightest notion that they might take on apprentices in their you know, workshops to please, please consider coming out and get educated again. Now, is this sort of the blue-collar idea? Um, so right now, that's what they're starting with because we all know that there's so many opportunities between, you know, welding and plumbing and electrical work and just machining. So they're really trying to help, you know, get those skills um, out into the workforce. We all know when you first hit the uh, labor force, and if you have no um, interest as far as um, gaining experience, you know, anywhere other than employment, folks won't hire you right away. You know, every opportunity says two to three years experience before we take you on. So this is going to help defeat that, I believe. And, you know, you get paid while you're working if you're the youngster that's doing the apprenticeship or maybe even a senior employee who wants to change careers. So this is a really good opportunity. Um, Again, this is the foundation of what they're starting. They've been at it for probably a year now, but it's been kind of tight-lipped. But the funding is there. They're ready. Now they have their foundation, their blueprint of how to do it to expand into other industries. All right. So this is an apprenticeship opportunity coming up for folks. And do you need companies to step up? too and say, okay, we are a manufacturer, maybe we'll talk yeah. about the concept of apprenticeship. Absolutely. So, you know, Advanced Central PA is the one who got all the funding for this and that is leading this, but they cannot do it without employers because they need those work sites for folks to be able to go. So that's the whole key. We want to get folks out to learn about what they're doing, see what they've done so far, and see if you can play a part in it moving forward. 
All right. This next opportunity sounds... Uh, when is that apprenticeship uh, discussion? Yeah, so it's going to be Tuesday, January 24th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Again, in person or online so we can accommodate everyone's schedules. There is a fee. Um, the cost to a member of the PA chamber is 10 and a non-member is 15. Um, you're going to get a plethora of information and some new partnerships. So, you know, that fee um, is really nothing compared to what you're going to get out of it. Now, you have an opportunity coming up involving photography of the headshots, these things that you use for, you know, when you're sending out a news release or uh, on your website, that's where our headshots are, is on the website, you know, it says, you know, Mark is a bad reporter in the newsroom or whatever. <laughs> so... We all know it's unrecognized. You know, if you recognize a face, it's probably more than the name or the industry or the business that they're with. It's face first. And, um, you know, we just did our election, and we always ask folks for a headshot so folks can recognize you. Maybe they don't know your name, but they know your face. And um, sometimes folks have a headshot that... uh, was from a recent wedding or from um, their high school. Like, you really want something that's recognizable. You know, you want something that is current. Maybe you thought you looked better before, but you want something that's current so they can pick you out of a room from your headshot. So we're actually involving a chamber member like we always do. It's always members first. And so we're having Ron Unks from PhotoWare Photography, who has... Um, rapport as far as headshots is phenomenal. So he's going to set up in our office and we're going to have folks coming in and, you know, it takes about five to ten minutes to get your headshot done. Very high quality, white background, so you can use it anywhere. Um, Now a lot of folks use their headshots on their email signatories so that folks can recognize them as well. So a lot of opportunities you'll get the photos so that way you have them to do what you want to do. But, um, you know, for $50 to come in and get a professional headshot where you get all the shots to take with you. Um, you're going to get at least five images. You can't beat it. Okay, so that's a super opportunity through the chamber. Um, grant writing. You're going to teach people just the first lessons about grant writing. I have to think that this is like the the un, unaddressed, unmet need in the Valley. Yeah, so, you know, all of our seminars and trainings are derived from our members. We continually ask them, what do you need? What do you need help with? What's a, a sore spot for you? What's a tough you know, issue for you and um, grant writing not just for not-for-profits but sometimes there's opportunities for funding for profits as well so we um, recently did a uh, meet and greet and a little presentation for the CSIU the Central Susquehanna Intermediate Unit and um, lo and behold they have someone on their staff who has the available time to teach grant writing and that's what they do so we invited them to participate with us and um, that's what we're going to do and some folks hear grant writing and immediately cringe and say we can't do it. So we want to do an introduction to grant writing and uh, kind of like take them in nice and easy and let them know that they can do it. It's an opportunity. You know, the least that can happen is you get the letter that says you didn't get the funding this time, but it's an experience and opportunity everyone should take. Well, and I, there's jobs out there to do grant writing, too. I mean, you know, there's, and I believe there's one or two individuals around here who help out companies. Correct. You know, and they yeah, and you know, it's just, like I said, you have to take those opportunities, so why not come out and do the introduction? It is a little scary, but once you dove one or two, you kind of have the uh, basis to build off of for future ones. Yeah, you may have somebody who's the perfect manager, and then you say, uh, we do a, do a grant each year for this or that, and they're like, oh my God, I can't I can't even apply. You know, I don't have any. All right, so grant writing primer, when is that? Yeah, that's Tuesday, February 21st from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. There is no fee, and it's going to be held right at our office as well in Milton. 
shopping local. You want to talk about this. So tell us uh, about the importance of that. People might forget about that. Absolutely. So um, Christmas is this Sunday. Actually, when I was here last month, I had no idea when Thanksgiving was. And now I know when Christmas is. It's on Sunday, a week from yesterday. And uh, I am not a procrastinator in anything except for shopping. I do not care to shop. But there are so many opportunities yet this week that you could do either online via websites or even pop into a local location and make a purchase. And there's a lot of one-size-fits-all items, too. So I encourage you to go to our website, centralpachamber.com, and hit directory. There's a lot of categories, but primarily for this would be retail and specialty. And if you click on that, there's going to be so many local businesses anywhere from coffee to massages to, you know, hair appointments, um, you know, all kinds of different things that you could do that is local. So you're helping a local business. And, um, you know, it's a really great gift that someone could really enjoy and benefit from. Yeah, somebody just did a survey and said more than half of the people just want a gift card. That's all they want. Yeah, and you think about the things that folks won't do for themselves, such as a massage or a nail appointment or a hair appointment or, you know, some expensive coffee or things like that that you can get them a gift card and they can make that purchase on their own. Well, if I had known that a thousand baubles ago, we would have saved a lot of money. So, Or maybe. Uh, who knows? <laughs> so, I don't know. But anyway, yeah. So gift cards or shopping local. CentralPAChamber.com. Look under the directory and all your chamber members. Yeah, and if you're there. looking for something in particular and you want a local place to shop, just call my office and anyone on the team that answers the phone would be happy to give you some great ideas locally. Alright, and uh, how many members in the chamber? When I days? left on um, Friday, I believe we are at uh, like 571, and we have a couple in the queue. So, um, you know, it's it's moving really well. And something that's really remarkable is we've been preparing for 2023, as everyone is, and um, damn near all of our events are sponsored already for Isn't 2023. Wow. So, yeah, um, you know, out of four legislative breakfasts, they're all sponsored. Out of 12 breakfast briefings, we only have one left. Um, you know, it's the annual meeting that's not till next October is almost completely sponsored. So if anyone has interest in learning how to do any of those things, just give us a call. It's really exciting. You don't know anything about the annual meeting yet. but Other than the date. Companies one one in. All right. Well, good. Well, fabulous. Good for you. And and congratulations. Great year. You know, 2022 has been a spectacular year for you. Yeah. You know, I always say that it's going to be, you know, our best year. We're going to do this or that. And um, 2023 is already looking incredibly well. We've uh, put a lot of initiative in the last few months of preparing for 2022. To make sure that we've made changes and refocused on a few things, um, made a couple upgrades, and um, you know, there's no holding us back. Um, we are really blessed to have a team that cares about what they're doing. We got 10 seconds left. You got a holiday message going to appear on your website and everywhere else shortly. Absolutely. At 8 a.m., we have our annual holiday video. I think it's the best one yet. All done in house by the great Jeff Schaefer. So um, you got to see it. It's a cute message, and um, it's your team. If he went someplace and they didn't call him the great Jeff Schaefer, he'd probably correct him now. He hears that so often. He does such a great job. Well, yeah, you have a fabulous staff, too. Ryan is the new fellow there, so he's working out. And your other good staffer, her name is... Yeah, Jessica Beaver. Thank you. She got married not too long ago, so we are trying to correct ourselves from saying her maiden name. That's what threw me off. She got married. Okay, fabulous. TJ, thank you so much for all you're doing. Enjoy your holidays. Have fun. Thanks for these monthly meetings. And any time we've chatted in, in between, we'll, we'll see you uh, on the uh, third Monday of January 2023. Absolutely. Merry Christmas to everyone.